0: This is Infection, the survival podcast recorded live on Tuesday, January 18th, 2022, episode 366. This is Infection, the H1Z1 podcast recorded live on Tuesday, January 20th, 2015, Episode 1. Hey everybody, welcome to Infection, the H1Z1 podcast. Infection is your source for the latest information on H1Z1. We bring you the latest news, change logs, developments, strategies, speculations, and much more each and every week. Right here on Infection, InfectionPodcast.com. My name is Nick Craig, at Gamecast Live is my Twitter, and this is Infection. But I'm not alone, and I won't be alone. Joining me every week, Brian Aldridge.
1: Brian, how are you doing? Yes, I'm doing wonderful. If you want to find me, and go ahead and go to, on Twitter, uh, Boise Computer, or uh, Google Plus, of course, is probably the easiest, just search wow. for... Google um, forward slash plus How Brian did that Aldridge. Work out for you, Brian. Well, I mean, it, yeah, it, nice it was links a thing to back Take then. you right to the uh, Google Plus page.
0: Yeah, and if you're on our website, uh, infectionpodcast.com, there's a hosts page where you can get all of our social links. Uh, so Brian's young. got his LinkedIn on there. You know, he's really going all out. Uh, yeah, <laughs> over there with the social media stuff, so you can get all of that there. But uh, this is Infection. I want to thank everybody for joining us. Uh, live in the Twitch chat room. We do the show live every Tuesday night at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you're listening to the audio version of this uh, after the fact, you can check it out Tuesdays or on our YouTube channel. Uh, so this is Infection, and without further ado, Brian, I think uh, you know. Let's t- initial reactions of the game. Uh, we'll get into the change logs uh, in a little bit, but initial reactions. What are you thinking of H1Z1 so far?
1: All right, so start day one. I mean, I message you and I pretty much say, hey, have you gotten the game? I saw that you looked like you purchased it on on Steam. And so I message you asking, well, should I get this? And I just just said, all right, I'll I'll buy this game. And of course, the servers are down. Just we're not getting on. And I spend, I think it was till 4.30 (laughs) AM, trying to get on the servers.
2: That first day. Well. And so I was thinking, man, this I was having that
1: buyer's <laughs> regret. <laughs> oh, man. this You know, the fact that... Buyer's regret. Oh, how, long is, it, how long has that first, buyer's regret
0: lasted?
3: Seven years. Eight hours, I think. Seven yeah, years. It's
1: not, it not good. But, you know, I, I've been really happy with after that first day, they started putting out some patches for those major bugs. And come today, I mean, it's very playable.
0: Uh, Well, welcome back, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Seven years later, it was January the 20th, 2015, seven years ago that Brian and I embarked on this journey of doing a uh, video game podcast originally around uh, H1Z1, and uh, of course, we have uh, changed our tune to the Survival Podcast since then. Brian, seven years, we've never missed an episode, Hurricanes family and you've got Is there anything that uh anything going on in your world that uh that has changed over the last seven years well
3: okay so uh, in the last seven years yes uh but we did announce was it yesterday i think we posted it yeah uh that tara and i are pregnant i guess i I say like that we like we are pregnant it was expecting your first child child. so i can say we yes and for me that'd be yeah be my first first child so we're excited we posted a video of it on facebook no more google plus i, I would have posted it in google plus if, uh, if it yeah
0: well anymore. you know you would have posted that on google plus and <laughs> some of those creeps on there would have been like oh oh, 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 oh. <laughs> yeah bunch of weirdos <laughs> so uh hey, it, so, well from google plus to here
3: it's been a long road
0: it has and congratulations on that announcement that's uh that's very exciting and um well yeah. here we are seven years later uh, outside of, uh, of H1Z1. Uh, my name is Nick Craig. You can uh, check me out uh, by uh, visiting my website, nickcraig.com, or nickcraig.net for my social media stuff, and of course our website, infectionpodcast.com. Brian, uh, where can people uh, find you on the uh, on the web?
2: All
3: right, well, if you want to find me at Brian Aldridge on, well, now it's Gab and Parler, and uh, is it, what's the last Getter. Is getter, is it? Yes, Getter. getter. So I have a checking, checking on that. I'm still waiting for one because I use it. Well, I use Twitter, you heard from there seven years ago, pretty much as a news aggregator. And I'm kind of still waiting for that because all, I think all a lot of us really want and all Twitter really was was a big news aggregation service mm. because news places would actually put, po- I mean, this is not the topic today, <laughs> but news, news would be posted. I just, I'm waiting for another place to where reputable news gets posted on a regular basis to where I can kind of see stuff quickly and I don't have to go to 10 sites to view it. NickCorregg.com. Right? There we go. Nick will do it for me. <laughs> but <laughs> of course, let's let's go ahead and continue. Uh, but if you go check out our website and go to infectionpodcast.com and go to the right-hand side, I would encourage you just to join our Discord server because it's a free service. Uh, they got a mobile app, a web-based app, desktop app, a lot of ways that you can use that. We also have our Steam group where we can get notifications of the live show sometimes. I don't know. But if, you've, if you're going to play games online, that's a good way that you can connect up with other people uh, from the podcast or from Discord. Uh, another thing you can do is the video forms of the podcast. So if you look, we have players for Twitch, YouTube, BitShoot, and DLive. Uh, We also have audio uh, players for the podcast and lots of different ways that you can connect it to a mobile device or a web-based app at the lower right-hand side. So pick whatever works best for the device that you're going to be using. And those are after uh, the show's finished. Nick uploads those and then those get posted. They are not live. But if you're going to be doing those, I encourage you to jump on the show notes because by then they'll be posted and you can follow along with well, we have a video and audio player in there, um, and they can follow along and uh, can click the various links to articles, videos, everything that we, sometimes it's official announcements that we link in there, and that'll help you to see some of the things if you're listening. Uh, if you want to support us, we have a support option up top or infectionpodcast.com forward slash support uh, Prime Gaming subs. Uh, first of all, I want to thank Falcon, who uh, he did a Reese's sub during the, uh, well, right before we just started the show. And um, yeah, that's awesome. People have been supporting us for a long time, and I really appreciate it. Now, seven years later, we've done and gone and done some really fun and done to pretty cool places.
0: Yes. And uh, Falcon hitting us up with the 33-month resubscription here on Twitch, Falcon. Thank you very much. It is greatly appreciated. Uh, Well, Brian, there is a lot of news to get into tonight, but we'd be remiss if we didn't start off with an absolute bombshell of a story (laughs) as microsoft continues and xbox continues their fight to essentially own the crown of gaming and brian at this point sony and their executives have to be uh, hanging off of the ledge (laughs) this afternoon because it was announced that microsoft has purchased activision blizzard for a momentous deal and this is just unbelievable yep. with their acquisition of bethesda not too long ago titles like overwatch uh diablo yep. starcraft uh world wow, of warcraft call of duty yep. call of now, duty franchise are now all going to be under the microsoft banner yep. and they are p- spending a whole bunch of money
1: a 68.7 it 68. 68.
0: and it's an all-cash deal they're buying out the shares yeah. an all-cash deal nearly $70 billion for Activision. (laughs) This is... uh, uh, Brian, this is unbelievable. I mean, this this is... Microsoft, Phil Spencer, and the folks over there at Xbox have obviously had their wheels and probably turning all the way back to 2015 when they were deciding what they wanted to do going forward... It was, of course, the purchase of Bethesda and pulling in big IPs like Skyrim and things of that nature Fallout into their um, their wheelhouse. The new uh, Scott, the new uh, space game that's going to be coming out. And now with Activision Blizzard. I'll turn the floor over to you. I mean, (laughs) uh, my cousin, actually, my cousin texted me this morning. I was on the air. And um, let me see if I can pull up the text because I I was it came out super early this morning. He texted me at nine o'clock and said, safe to say, I know what you guys will be talking about on the show tonight with the link to the article. (laughs) Um, This is just this is huge. Brian, your thoughts. Yep. All right.
3: So, first of all, I was not expecting this. But talk about a brilliant (laughs) move. Because look at I mean, we've been talking for weeks, months now about the state of activision blizzard it's kind of Hmm. become been coming to a head of just people how are they going to get out of this i didn't see a good way of them getting out of this short of splitting activision blizzard doing something else else with blizzard this will allow them to stay together i think this instantly solves a lot of pr nightmare because they can instantly say you know that was that's not microsoft you know Microsoft has a track record of this because I don't really remember seeing a lot of these scandals at Microsoft they may have much better you know legal pipe papers that people sign when they walk in the door but you don't hear about these things uh so I think that this is going to be a, a pretty big uh, imagine the game pass one thing we were discussing in discord was what about the wow uh subscription fee what about wow editions wow is probably going to be just provided cuz with wow we've t- I've talked about it on the show before You buy the game and then you pay a subscription fee. Uh, Then Call of Duty. I mean, Call of Duty sells regularly. People have the Game Pass. Uh, You know, they're they're making it to where what people buy uh, yearly, like their yearly games, are starting to justify the Game Pass. I feel like that they're just looking at what your average gamer purchases throughout the year, or you know, the games that your average player just plays and keeps getting. Uh, It seems like they're getting those games and so I, I think that with this is a perfect time because the stock prices are probably at an all-time low with all the drama people backing out from deal deals we talked about that last week where lego was refusing to do something with blizzard uh i think that this is going to be a big i think this is going to be a big big thing that's going to let people finally just kind of walk away it's going to be an opportunity for them to kind of clean the ranks of people that they don't, don't want in the company uh with no, you know, because they can just say, hey, we're merging this in, we're restructuring, doing whatever, and they can do it however they want. And I think that they'll make so far they've made very wise decisions, even though you know I don't always agree with everything they do, but I think they've made very wise decisions up to this point with their purchases to where, from here on out, what other companies are, could they possibly buy?
0: Ubisoft, uh, e- you know EA. I mean that's about, EA, that's about Ubisoft.
3: It. I mean, is that those are the two that's big it. boys left, right?
0: yeah i mean i can't think uh, rockstar i mean those are about the only yeah, three i just can't that,
3: imagine them selling
0: now um so what i want to do Rockstar would here... have to
3: have some major issues to really restructure things like this would have to happen to rockstar to make it happen like yeah this.
0: um what i want to do here brian is um this news cnbc uh, Bl- uh bloomberg i believe broke the news but cnbc was all over it this morning uh it's a little bit of a long video but i want to play at least a little bit of it and you and i can pause and comment on it so this was uh This was breaking on CNBC this morning just after nine o'clock. And uh, this was uh, Bobby Kotnick, the, I guess, the former CEO of Activision Blizzard and Philip Spencer, who is the um, current head of the Xbox team over at Microsoft. So uh, let's listen into that.
2: How did this deal come about? And Bobby, I'll start with you. Uh, This is a company where you've been the CEO for almost 31 years, started out with a company that you bought out of bankruptcy. Now, that's
0: I didn't even know that. Did you know he had been with Activision for 30 years? I had no I knew, idea he's
3: been with them. I knew he'd long. been there a long time. I wasn't sure exactly. But that's yeah, remarkable. So I knew it was like twenty. You,
0: you know, talk about building a thirty years ago. You were dealing with, uh, you know, the uh, early two thousand, you know, Atari, Atari games and things of that nature with Activision. I mean, that's pretty yeah. remarkable for four. Well, the early
3: on yeah, Activision games, Atari, yeah. Atari games. I mean, that's where you originally saw Activision was. <laughs> yeah. You know,
1: pole position, and
3: various ones where. Activision, now it's a totally different set
1: of
2: games. Now looking at evaluation again, this deal values it at about $80 billion. Um, How did this happen? How did you get to this place?
4: Well, look, we've had a partnership with Microsoft that goes back to the launch of the Xbox. We've had many conversations over the years about various forms of collaboration. And as we've started to see the real competition, we're sort of at the beginnings of what the metaverse will be like. and. In that race for the metaverse it started to become apparent that there were a variety of resources and talent that we needed in order for us to be able to continue on that journey and so as phil and i started to have those conversations we realized that now is a perfect time for a combination
2: phil phil when did those conversations start and what kind of got you to the point that you're willing to commit this kind of money to a deal like this
5: yeah, well, as, as Bobby said, you know, we talk all the time about the future of this amazing business. Three billion gamers on the planet today, people playing in all regions, creators coming from everywhere. And we're always sharing our strategy with our partners and talking to them about their feedback. And I think we've always just had a good connection with the team at Activision Blizzard about where we're trying to go. Uh, but honestly, this is a deal that happened pretty quickly. Like I'd say we, we really had some formative discussions about this specific opportunity, uh, late in the year. Uh, and we just felt like now was the right time to add the right resources and capability to both companies.
2: Is, is now the time in part because Activision shares had been down, they were down about 27% for the year to date. Did that make this a an easier deal to space. kind of get your head around?
5: <laughs> yeah. I think as as Bobby said, when we look at the competitive set that's out there, we look at the importance to us at Microsoft Gaming of people playing on mobile. We look at the coming metaverse, the opportunities that we need with great IP. Uh, We really saw this as an amazing opportunity because gaming's continued growth over the years. Microsoft's big on gaming. We're continuing to invest here, and we see it as a real strong catalyst for us in the consumer categories.
2: Uh, Bobby, there there have been a series of reports in the Wall Street Journal that raise questions just about sexual harassment at the company um, and how it's been handled. The, yeah. that, those reports have kind of questioned whether you've really looked into some of these reports. What would, you, what would you say to that?
4: Well, of course, any issue of harassment or discrimination is something that I would take seriously and do. Yeah, I'm sure. And like many companies <laughs> today, we had some challenges, but we have worked through them. We are committed. I can tell you it's a focus of mine. And... We continue to improve the culture with the expectation of being the very best, most inclusive workplace culture.
2: Hey, Phil, just to follow up on that, um, this is something that you had kind of said at the time. You put out a, a memo internally saying that you were concerned about these reports. My guess is you guys have looked into this and you feel good about this if you are going ahead with this deal.
5: You know, culture is a journey for any workplace. It's something at Team Xbox we've been focused on for for quite a long time. Obviously, going through the due diligence process, talking to the leadership team at Activision Blizzard about the plan they're already implementing. We look forward to supporting them in that plan through the closing of this deal. Uh, And then post-close, we know that the most important thing to a creative organization is that the employees feel safe, they feel heard, so they can do their best work. There's nothing that's more important to us.
1: All right, uh first Bobby it's Jim. Congratulations and a great deal of Oh for boy, you and Jim Kramer.
4: <laughs> I love this guy. Thank you very much, ask, Jim. Shut up, sure. Jim.
1: Let me ask you a question about how many companies do you think are really in this business? Because a lot of people are saying big three, therefore it's going to be FTC issues. Uh, they're going to be concerned about concentration in gaming. At the same time, I, I've been saying that uh, there's a gazillion companies in this business. And the idea that there's some sort of protection that's needed for uh, gamers it seems a little silly. Uh, how many people do you think are in the universe that are doing what you do?
4: Look, it's a great question and I would say one of the motivations that we had for a partnership with Microsoft is the recognition of it's a it's a big market but there's enormous amount of competition whether it's Tencent who has resources that are extraordinary Uh-oh. and a global footprint or Money. Sony or Facebook or Amazon or Apple or Google or Netflix or Disney when you think about the race for the metaverse and for uh, more influence in gaming in the gaming ecosystem, we've now seen more competition than ever before. And then if you add to that all the tools that companies like Microsoft make available, like uh, a platform uh, like cloud, you now have user-generated content that's competing in this marketplace. So the competition has never been greater, and it's coming from all forms.
0: Well, that was uh, Bobby Kotnick, Phil Spencer and Jim Kramer on CNBC this morning when this news first yeah. broke. Um, and you know there's a couple of things to take away from there and, and Brian, we've been covering it for the last couple of months the yeah. uh, turmoil I guess you could call it over at Activision Blizzard and just the uh, some the, the allegations, the claims the back and the forth and it appears evident to me Microsoft is not a stupid company. I don't care what you think about the no. Xbox or their platform. They obviously did a serious deep dive into this before they decided to acquire this because now even after this acquisition, these problems they're not just going to go away. I mean, you don't just wave a magic wand and all the problems go away, but it was obviously something that let's be let me let me just be frank about what I think about it. Obviously, these problems were not as extreme as were reported in the press. Because if they were truly as bad as what was origi- what has been reported for the past couple of months, I don't see a company yeah. like Microsoft wanting to touch Activision with a 10 foot pole. I really don't. Yeah. And I would imagine that the Microsoft Xbox and the, you know, the, the, their whole departments at Microsoft that handle hr and things of this nature when you've got a company i don't know how many employees microsoft has it's a copious amount of employees um they obviously did not feel that some of these issues were in fact going to be the end all be all and they decided to move forward with that acquisition
3: well and they probably looked at the facts of the cases cuz that's one thing we haven't really we haven't dug into specific cases because a lot of these cases haven't been released they're all hearsay or that's sealed information or you know there's there's just no thing out there that says here's what blizzard did other than hurtful statements is what is pretty much what I've seen up to this point uh they probably looked into the actual cases and saw that it, you know most of it if it went to court you know whatever is left wouldn't be a big deal i just i think that a lot of it's been blown up and i think a lot of it has been people trying to force a company to make decisions and make changes and are using people and emotions to do it. Um, how much of it, I'm sure there was a lot of things happening in the past, but I think most of those have been dealt with and I haven't seen any solid evidence against Blizzard of exactly what they've done. And you know, maybe it's because of the, the privacy of the cases and things like that. I just, I think that people, because they haven't seen anything real, it's been all, oh, they're bad, they're bad. That's all I've really heard, right? They're bad. They're, they've done bad things. I, we you know, don't can't really tell you exactly what the bad things were, but they've mm. done bad things uh you know yeah. for that i think i think that this is people are going to look past it you know especially with this they're going to see it in their game pass and all the rest of it is going to kind of go away um when people don't have to pay for something all of a sudden they get a lot less emotional you know they they get emotional over when they're paying you know for a while WoW subscription and then they're paying for a a yearly release or however often they're releasing it uh if it's in their subscription they're just going to be like okay th- i don't know i just, there's going to be less to it and i don't Do you how much do you want to talk more into? Because there's a couple other things with it. I don't know how much more deeply you want to go into this. I want to go deep Um, into
0: it. I mean, I think this is this is this is gonna change the landscape, but I do want to highlight something quickly before you move on. There are there have been some rumors and some questions about, of course, the future of Bobby Kotnik. Um, and there are reports that once the acquisition is finalized and once Activision Blizzard is fully under the umbrella of Microsoft, which by the way will take at least a year, if not a year and a half to two years, 12 to 24 months before that process is done, that he will be stepping aside as the CEO of Activision Blizzard. Um, And I'm not sure if they will appoint a new CEO or if it will just kind of fall under the umbrella of somebody at Microsoft or Phil Spencer or somebody of that nature. So it is reported that, uh, at least according to sources that said, once the deal closes, Kotnik will step aside. In, in a statement, it says Bobby Kotnik will continue to serve as the CEO of Activision Blizzard. He and his team will maintain their focus on uh, driving efforts to further strengthen the company's culture and accelerate business growth. And once the deal closes, the Activision Blizzard business will report to Philip Spencer, the CEO of Microsoft Gaming, a.k.a. Xbox. Yeah. So it does appear that all the calls and cries for him to be ousted well i guess it's going to happen uh he you know he's sick i just looked it up he's only 60 and you think he's been with yeah. activision blizzard for he essentially bought the company 30, 30 years, years ago yeah. so he bought it in his yeah. late 20s early 30s um, and has you know turned it into a multi billion dollar company and um due to you know say what you want about him his company that he has ran for the last 30 years from the 90s till today was just acquired for nearly 70 billion dollars you can say the personnel issues you can talk about all of that but obviously brian he did something right because uh 70 billion dollars is a 70 billion billion dollar all cash deal i'll mind you this is not stock options this is a 70 billion dollar buyout of activision blizzard um you obviously were doing something right at the helm for that to be worth that price
3: yeah. And, and, and I think that for him, I mean, he's he's been from the beginning uh, and people give him a lot of uh, this company is huge. They're they giving a him 10, a lot employees. of
0: employees. Yeah.
3: Ten thousand employees an and enterprise. they're holding him personally accountable. I still that's that's my issue with it is I still have not seen a legitimate, legitimate case where it's been more than hurtful words or, you know, it, I've not seen anything out of any of these allegations that's been real. And I just, I don't know that's that for me, especially after seeing a lot of the stuff in the news and just the lies and the twisting that's been happening over the past couple of years. I just have a hard time believing it. Um, Can we just touch on a story that I think kind of links into this really quickly without leaving the story. Um, So tabletop simulator had something recently happen where they have just been slammed with reviews and everything else by the lgbtq plus community they were just slamming their reviews uh on the positive and negatives people are just putting all kinds of hurtful things and do you know why why were people getting so upset um with tabletop simulator which we played i mean it's a very fun game
0: uh, can i guess yes guess Uh, i would guess like as bobby and philip spencer were just talking about the metaverse. A game like tabletop simulator allows users to put anything they want into the game, and I guess a user, you know, probably put in something mean, and that caused uh, everybody to get their panties in a bunch. Would be my guess. Am I right?
3: No. Um, (laughs) Damn. Someone, (laughs) someone went into chat, global chat, and started talking about how they're gay, um, and started talking about how you know they wanted to discuss being gay. On the chat of tabletop, in the tabletop, tabletop chat, simulator,
0: it, global chat. Somebody was discussing global chat. Gay yes. Gay. Okay.
3: And so, um, they got asked to not discuss that and it filters like gay. It, it puts as a, you know, asterisk it out mm-hmm. along yeah. with some other, other words. And so because of that, that is why they started attacking this company enough to where they finally had to disable, um, global chat for good. And they made a $10,000 donation to the trans advocacy group.
0: What a bunch of pussies.
3: <laughs> so um, if you want to know why sometimes companies get people coming after them repeatedly, repeatedly, repeatedly with little to no evidence of any actual wrongdoing, uh, I mean, you could look at other situations with other games and how uh, this has become a big money maker. They were trying to get the, their employees into a union and really get some money out of the company. Look at what they did with Riot. Um uh, yeah. It's been. It's. I don't know if you notice a pattern. It's been many major video game companies, and this exact same pattern has been happening, where so, somehow it's all tied to LBGTQ+. plus.
0: So let me ask. So I'm, I'm trying sure to that. understand this. So somebody was discussing their sexuality in the tabletop simulator chat, which global
3: is... global chat,
0: which is and they
3: got asked to stop. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Which is what I would expect because. Yeah, they probably don't want. They said we don't want. This is not of of a stuff.
3: place to discuss sexuality, fetishes, or politics. If you talk Perfect. about either any of those things, you get removed. Perfect. Well, they d- have been bashing the the company so much and harassing them so much to where they finally just said we give up, and they gave them what they wanted. Mm. And that's well, I very I think they asked for, they, I don't think they wanted. I just think they wanted no moderation on the global chat. Which, yeah, but then, but, then but don't if moderate no, it and let it. Yeah. yeah, but if,
0: but if then there's no moderation. Then you've got people going in there and attacking the gay community, and then that's not appropriate either because you're and not. And then all of a sudden, yeah. Speech. So
3: there's no. So they'd rather have it just let's have this be a, a stress politics free, sexuality free. Because politics, so it's strange that sexuality has become a political issue. But hey, we're there. Welcome to twenty twenty two. Yeah. Yes, uh, and so I th- I think that you know for this they I they did the right thing the first time. But doesn't matter if you do the right thing, they'll still come after you and say that you did the wrong thing. This is a perfect example. Go look at all of their, um, go look at all the reviews and everything else. It's just turned into a big mess.
0: That's that's really sad. And the fact that Tabletop Simulator cocked to the uh, to to the that's woke the mob, this is, is why this is happening. Is sad.
3: So show me the proof with with Activision Blizzard. I have not seen proof. This right here, Tabletop Simulator did nothing wrong. But look, they got money out of them, and they got them to disable the chat because they wouldn't bend. To what they wanted, correct? So pretty yeah. much, it was a full "you get what you want, plus we'll pay you to leave us alone." <laughs> That's what this was. This is happening all the time in the video game industry now. This is re- um, it's review bombing. It's review bombing. It's attacking. We have another one, uh, riot. You want to know what riot's doing? Because uh, riot no, had I'd this exact same kind of situation as as Blizzard. Remember Blizzard? You know they they had all these sexual harassment and everything else. Riot had the same problem. Of course, they got purchased by Tencent. So to solve the problem, what they're doing is they're offering to pay um, any employee 25% of their salary to quit if they're not convinced of the new direction of the company.
0: Well, damn, that's a uh, put, yeah, that's a very much, okay, put your money where your mouth is, yeah.
3: I think it's the perfect solution. It's like put up or shut up. If you don't like where we're going, we'll pay you some money and leave us alone. You know what? That's going to save more money. Look what happened to Activision Blizzard. You want to know? The Chinese... it's now owned by China. So it's, it's amazing that they're dealing with this in a perfect way that doesn't make all these people mad. I don't know how, um, But <laughs> don't look behind the curtain. Um, so, you know, <laughs> but anyways, sorry. I just, <laughs> that's exactly what I'm thinking. But uh, this right here is the perfect solution because you don't want to deal with them anymore in the company because they're going to do nothing but drag you down and cause harassment and make, a, make other people feel negatively about the company. So if you're not happy with us, We'll pay you a quarter, a quarter of your sal, yearly salary, and they're, those people are gone. Blizzard, Activision, Blizzard should have done that year a year ago to to solve this whole problem. Say, hey, if you don't like where we're going, we're making changes. But if you don't believe in us, we'll pay you this much money, uh, you know, to 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 leave. You know, if you don't believe in it, we want it, we want people to believe in us. That's what they should have done a year ago, but they didn't. All right. So
0: now, let's... and
3: they're doing three days of work, three day a uh, week work week.
0: That's convenient.
3: Or, or sorry, sorry, three days from home. So they, they, no matter what, they get to work three days from home um, or three days in office and then two days at home. So they got gotcha. get very flexible. So they're making, which is not a huge deal nowadays, but I think that they're trying to make it a better situation. What you think about riot, you know, and Cent and all that set aside. But I think that that's the better way to deal with this. And I think that they kind of, because remember, we showed pictures of all riot uh, uh, out in front of their, Office buildings, people protests, rioting in front everything. of Riot. Yeah. Rioting in front of riot.
0: Um, so okay, so let's 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 move the conversation back to Activision Blizzard, and now let's talk about something that we yes. haven't talked about with this yet. Is this a good or bad thing for the industry? Firebomb 80 in the chat says, Isn't Microsoft buying all of these companies actually a bad thing as a whole, or am I overthinking it? And you can kind of see and take it both ways, Brian. And, you know, uh, yeah. Jim Cramer at CNBC brought up the point about the FTC and things of that nature. I don't think yeah. the FTC will get involved necessarily. They might. There's only um, so many
3: companies can do this on the scale. You know, there's, but, a very, there's a couple and they're not really fighting for it right now.
0: Well, so so then. OK, so then I'll then let me just ask you, do you think Microsoft purchasing companies like Bethesda, huge developer, Activision, arguably the largest developer? Um, is 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 this a good thing, Brian? Does the do you use, is this a good thing for? Uh, uh, let's let's take the company out of it. Let's take the politics out of yeah. it. Let's take all the social issues out of it. As a yes. gamer, as a gamer, yeah. is this a yeah. is this is this what you want? Is this a good? Well, thing? okay.
3: I, I I I like to say yes, and let me say why because it's not going to make games go away. There's going to still be big games small games, all kinds of games coming out. but I think for them to be able to handle the type of games that are coming out over the next 10 years which are going to be just massive for some you know because that just seems the direction we're going the metaverse I think it's going to take a giant company and resources and it takes something like Microsoft or Amazon or you know you name whoever who has infrastructure to be able to handle this kind of metaverse that's coming up I think there's going to be a place where there's that. Uh, where there's this giant metaverse, and then I think there's going to still be the small small guys, but I don't think that. Uh, it's, it, think of it like the movies. The, you know, we, there's plenty of movies coming out constantly, but there's only certain ones that are like the big budget box office type of movies because they have giant studios behind them that are able to put forward that type of money and have the resources and to make to make those giant productions. Video games are the exact same way. I think that we're coming into a period where to make some of these games, it's going to take giant teams because there there's so many details that we expect now. It's not like Pong anymore. We've gone from Pong, which is, you know, two lines in a circle or a square, uh, to something that's just incredibly ridiculous to make one thing. You have tons of people making assets and people working on physics and code and, uh, you know, the world, there's just so much to it that I think, that we need some of those giant, giant companies to make those kind of games like World of Warcraft, or you know, Call of Duty. I don't think so much because Call of Duty is kind of in a groove to where they make tweaks and they make adjustments and they're you know they're upgrading the engine. But I think some of the big games where you know they're big worlds are, are what we're these companies doing things like this are going to allow us to kind of go into. And I think that that's what we'll start seeing are giant world games where. You know, there are a lot less limitations. Everything's connected, probably in the cloud. It's going to take a giant company like that to do it. And, you know, Netflix, is that a bad thing? I think so. It depends on who you ask. Are the people that are making small movies who want to self-publish? Probably not. But for people, there's a lot more content that's easily accessible in your house now compared to, to 10, 15, 20 years ago.
0: Well, and you can look at the same thing with music streaming. For the artists yeah. and creators, music streaming is a huge detriment. It takes a lot of money out of their pocket because the yeah. rate that gets paid out is pennies. So yes. for them, it's not good. But for you and I, the consumer, yep. not having to pay ninety-nine cents or a dollar ninety-nine per song and paying ten dollars a month to stream unlimited amounts yep. of music is a good thing. So I think it looks at yep. you look at both sides of it. So. From my vantage point, the way that I see and look at this, I think this is overall going to be a, a good thing for the gaming industry. I think Microsoft, yep. again, you can question and, and plenty of reason to question some of their decisions and things of that nature. Activision yep. is such a large company that they will continue to do what Activision does. Well, let's be clear. This is not like Microsoft is now going to run Activision the same way that Microsoft is not running Bethesda. They are still going to release their new games. They're still going to release the next Fallout. They're still going to do the next thing in the Elder Scroll, Elder uh, Elder Scrolls or Skyrim series. And it's the same thing with Activision. They're still going to do Overwatch 2. are still going to be releasing Call of Duty. Still doing updates to WoW. I don't think you'll see huge changes there. But what I do think, Brian, from a consumer standpoint you can look at it both ways. If you're a big Sony fan and a big Sony person, this blows because Microsoft yeah. is now essentially holds a a good chunk of the AAA big AAA titles. It holds those games in a vice grip. And now for Sony, and I I don't think I was I don't think I was being uh too facetious when I said Sony executives are standing on the ledge this this evening. They've they're fucked. Yep. I mean, what's going what's gonna to happen if Microsoft does, 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 decides to do the same thing that they did with Bethesda, saying, well, maybe some of these newer games are not going to come out on the Sony yep. PlayStation? Microsoft very well may do that. And Microsoft is going to control the gaming sphere. Now, yep.
3: Well, at least for America, it, right? I, and I yeah. think that's fine. I personally, America... I think we're kind of having a battle that we've seen in politics with America versus China, and I think we're we're seeing it in video games playing out as well. Because if you look at China here recently, this this was actually in our last week's news, and so I don't think we covered it, but they've been freezing all approvals for new games, um, and that's caused 14,000 game firms, so those small guys in China, to be shut down. So over there, they don't even have small publishers anymore in China, but they they're not even allowing these guys. I think you know a lot of these titles are no longer going to, and I don't know that Microsoft's going to sit there and bend to them. And I think that that's a good thing because we've had, Microsoft's a company that's in the United States. We've had so much bending and things happening for China. We saw it with H1Z1. I mean, talk about seven years ago, us seeing it play out right before our eyes Mm. of a company starting to bend to China, us calling it out and saying, hey, stop it, you know, knock it off and then watch the company fold because they made poor decisions. You know, they got them there. Um, I think that, we're going to see a split between, cause they're already, a lot of these companies aren't allowed to do China versions anymore. Um, you know, they're, they're making it to where it's all internal. So I think we're going to have kind of an American America game company, kind of like we used to, you know, there was Japan and they shipped all these things over. And then there was some, you know, games that are made in America, but you look at blizzard, they kind of went with this. We want everybody to, you know, think that we're the cool company. I think they just need to get down to, you know, we make games they are fun. Uh, quit trying to be you know the fun cousin or uncle you know because i always felt like they went up on stage and wanted to be the cool guy it's just they were always different um I, I think people don't want that anymore they just wanted to make video games and kind of get out of you know i guess people aren't as much fan either they're fanboys and they're buying products but there's i don't know that they're doing the same way that they used to 15 years ago for blizzard
0: i we don't know and that's that. Yeah. That's the thing. We don't know what's we don't know what this is going to be. I don't know which says, way it's
3: going to exactly exactly yeah. which direction it's going to go.
0: And Falcon says only time will tell, and I think only time will tell. But what I am confident in, and maybe this is the Microsoft and Xbox fanboy in me, um, what I am confident in is that Xbox, the X, the gaming division of Microsoft, is committed to gaming. Yeah, I mean, they they yeah. have proven no drama like, gaming is what I've seen. Well, and, and I mean, the, you, you can't say anything otherwise. They've just shelled out nearly 70 billion dollars worth of cash yeah. to buy a gaming company. And for me, as a game, I think they
3: saved the, the American gaming co- industry personally. I mean, you could look at it, but if you look the direction that the American gaming industry was going up until this point, everything was going to China. Uh, now China made some really weird decisions here recently that kind of stopped that, you know, I'm just totally blocking and getting super restrictive on games, but up until the point, like right up until when H1Z1 kind of got sucked in over there, they were pulling in and like buying everything. And now it's weird over the last month, you know, a couple months, it seems like they've slowed down, uh, you know, at least least less news. They've still been buying companies here and there, but it seems like it's just been kind of a quiet, um, you know, they're locking down, not except, you know, accepting new applications. I don't know what's going on with them, but I think it's a good thing that Microsoft here is at least keeping these companies local because I think it would have sucked if Tencent bought another company and there's another company that we have no control over that could easily just be taken off the shelf. Because you know, once Tencent buys it, so far they've shown a good track record, but just like the track record you know, with, uh, with H1Z1, you don't know what they're going to do. You can't count yeah. on anything of, of their rules or their laws or what their track record is because they change from month to month. So I think that, you know, Microsoft coming in here, I think was the, probably the better of the options because I don't know what other company could have stepped in other than Amazon or a Facebook, you know, or something the, like that. I don't know who else could have. And I think that those companies would have messed with it too much.
0: And, and see, and I think that's an important thing to note is if obviously Activision and Blizzard were looking for some sort of purchase. I mean, if you're not looking yeah. to sell, then you're not going to sell. And when yeah. we look at who could have potentially gone through with this acquisition, you mentioned a couple of companies. Sony, I don't think they have the resources and the cash to do it. I could be Never wrong. Now. Microsoft, Amazon, Facebook, yep. or Google. Yep. And if I had yep. to pick one of those four companies or one of those five companies to do this, let's be honest, Brian, I'm picking Microsoft, a company that over the yep. last couple of years have really doubled down on gaming, and specifically as a yep. PC gamer, have really yep given more love to the PC gaming industry over the last couple of years than I would make the argument that anybody has in terms of trying yeah. to make things available, changing the name of the Game Pass to make it more lucrative for the uh, for the PC players and not shoehorn it by saying this is Xbox. They seem yep. to be really committed to doing this, and I've got no share and yeah. no stock in, 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 in Microsoft or you know their failures or successes. But as a gamer, Brian, I'll tell you a couple of things that I'm frustrated with. And maybe Microsoft can kind of, you know, put some put Activision Blizzard on watch with this. I hope they do the same thing with Bethesda. Is what is my biggest issue as a gamer right now, Brian? I am sick of unfinished titles making their way to the market. And I am sick and beyond frustrated with half-baked bullshit making its way to my plate, like the recent Battlefield launch, which was a completely unmitigated disaster. The recent Call of Duty launch, Vanguard, which was a, a hu- had huge issues with it as well. The Fallout 76 was a nightmare when that released. Those are the issues that are affecting me as a gamer right now, Brian. And if I could talk to Phil Spencer, Bobby Kotnik, or anybody in that industry, I don't care about any of the other stuff. I care about paying for something and getting the product that I was promised. And we are seeing very little of that right now. Will Microsoft be able to do that? Will Xbox be able to do that? I don't know, but I can tell you I'm not happy with certain things coming out of these large studios. You can give a pass to the indie dev. You can give a pass to the small group trying to make a game. I don't give a pass to EA when they release an unfinished game and charge me $60 for it. I don't give a pass to Activision when they release a new version of Call of Duty and it's broken on day one. I don't give them a pass. I don't give a pass to Bethesda when they release Fallout 76 with just 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 nonsense. I don't give a pass to them for that. I don't give a pass to uh, CD Projekt Red for some of the issues that launched with Cyberpunk 2077. I'm sick of giving passes to these large companies. Or even and like Red Dead
3: Online. I mean, look at how what, what we were expecting, something cool, and that just turned into a dumpster fire. That's yeah. from one of the biggest, most, Forward-thinking uh, video game companies in the world, you know, I just—it's yeah. very easy for them to stumble and make mistakes. And I think that for this, I mean, I just—I think that this will be a year from now. We'll be looking at it and saying it's just a natural fit. I, I think that the other companies that have kind of come into the Microsoft world and Game Pass, I think, it fit perfectly with it. Um, and recently, right before this announcement, uh, Xbox or Microsoft just got 25 million subscribers on the Game Pass. 25 wow. million. I mean, multiply that by the dollar amounts. You know, Nine bucks a month or something? Basis. <laughs> yeah, nine bucks a month is $25 million, uh times 10, almost dollars a month. Um, that's incredible. And uh, they're going to be adding the, the, the leak. I think there is a list of games that are going to be added to it that were leaked for the year 2022. And there's already 31 day one games confirmed for the Game Pass for this year.
0: What's in that list? In, let's, day let's, one uh... games. Let's look at that. So, uh, the new Stalker game, uh, Starfield, mm-hmm. which is going to be on the- Unreal
3: Engine Five, so it should have some pretty cool, right? Isn't that one going to be on yeah, Unreal Engine Five? It, it is.
0: Uh, Starfield, which is Bethesda's new game, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, the new Sniper Elite. Um, just looking at this, list, the new Total Crusader War Kings game. Three is
3: going to be on the Game Pass. I mean, you know, we we got people that love playing that, and they've got tons of DLCs. it will be interested to see what they what they do with all of that sniper elite five my wife loves sniper elite four that's the game that she has played a ton of uh she told me she was a gamer and i you know kind of rolled you know, my eyes a little bit uh and she played sniper elite four she's actually very very good at it way better than i am for sure so um there's, just, so there's what, a decent number of games on here that are and this is all day one so the day they're released it's going to be no extra charge on the game pass for you
0: so we're about forty-five minutes into the show, Brian, and and if you're okay, if you want to do the whole show on Activision Blizzard, I'm okay with oh, that. If you are, so one of the things that because you and I, which we don't ever do, you and I text. I texted you this morning as soon as I found yeah. this out, uh, which we don't. We just don't do. Um, yeah. And you brought up a very interesting point about the uh, subscription to services and games like Wow, yeah. which are a large yeah. money maker for Activision Blizzard. Do you see, but I don't, see Microsoft, but I do don't see, see Microsoft doing it. But do you see, do you see some sort of subscription service where over now, obviously, there will be different, there are, and there already are different tiers of Game Pass. But I guess going yeah. forward, is there a tier of Game Pass that's maybe 20 or 25 dollars a well, month? They which have you it, might go, ultimate, right? Yeah, I think that's 15. They have the ultimate. Though. But I'm saying they have the ultimate, which includes
3: the game streaming. Includes, so so. I assume maybe they'll raise the price of the ultimate and so kind of keep it within the and, same. And that's what I would just include everything.
0: And that would be my question. So for $25 a month, which you might say, wow, that's a lot of money. And you could make that yeah. argument it is. But if that got you access to, uh, and looking at what Microsoft owns now, Bethesda and Activision yeah. and all of their internal titles for $25 a month, you got access to the most recent call of duty you got access you're yep. talking about three hundred dollars a year which breaks out to uh you know five five games yeah three hundred by sixty five yep. new titles a year for three hundred dollars a year you got access to not only the newest call of duty overwatch wow uh halo skyrim Minecraft. M- uh, Here's a
3: war, uh, which is already of, Microsoft. Yeah, the Halo. Rare, all of these all the big stuff from Rare, titles. All that.
0: If you got all of those for twenty-five dollars a month, and it you know, the wow subscription being built into that as well, that's very lucrative, Brian. And mm-hmm. as yeah. we've seen the world transition to a SaaS environment, no software as a service, and I would consider this SaaS as well. It's you know, product as a service, a pass, which is not a great acronym. Um, when you look at that, that, okay, you that's you wanna, very lucrative for a gamer. My you don't do have you to get $60 of- titles. Yeah, I do. Nope. You don't have to get $60 titles. You don't have to worry about, but you just pay this $25 fee the same way that you pay $17 a month for Netflix, the same way yep. that you pay $10 a month for Spotify. And you can just f- extensively play, Brian, anything that you want, whenever you want on any device anywhere in the world as long as you have an internet connection that is very lucrative as a gamer
3: it really is okay here okay so let's there's there's a couple topics because you, you triggered another topic that i think we might want to discuss a little bit because they've been talking about i saw a post on inclusion and if you look at what do they mean by inclusion um you know they're talking about bringing all of these in i think that you're going to start seeing mobile different aspects that maybe they didn't embrace before because he had a very hard time getting well, they own King. people with the...
0: Activision owns King, yeah, which I, is Candy Crush. I course. think so now,
3: I think you're going to start to see a little more of these being used, especially with the mobile part of it. Um, I just think it's going to be big. Um, now, my prediction, as far as the subscription, I think probably what they will do is roll it into, into the Game Pass. And then I think they will have some sort of a game pass inside of, of the of WoW you know, kind of like what other, the season pass. I think they'll have somewhat of a season pass, which maybe will align with the PvP seasons or whatever, um, that you can get a subscription for that gets you extra mounts and extra skins and whatever else they want to throw in there. I think if they did that, they would get tons of people start, you know, playing and, you know, people wouldn't be so hesitant to either come back or feel like they have to keep a subscription. But when people are playing, they're going to be in the season pass because they get a bunch of cool things. I think overall, they'll make a bunch of money that way They'll keep players actually playing it. Uh, and it will be where it's like Netflix. People, Netflix has drastically changed. A lot of people don't realize. And I think for you, you're pretty young when that transition happened. But one yeah. of the big things that I've talked about, you know, like I don't talk about so much anymore, but at Google, I pushed a streaming device, which, you know, <laughs> later than they came out with the Chromecast. There, that was very unheard of at the time. And people thought, you know. I'd rather go down to be able to pick out whatever movie I want. I want to go to the corner and be able to get a disc and have it and be able to play it. and, you know, and then they started using it. And who wants you know, now that you have the convenience of being able to stream any, almost any almost thing you can think of, right from your, from your TV, uh, from the internet instantly, we're getting the same thing with games, and I think they're, they're going to be the ones that be, they are becoming day by day the new Netflix for video games. And I they think are. we're going to see it really big with the, with the, everybody starting to stream games and it's becoming mo- super mobile. And that's what I mean by inclusive. When they say inclusive, it's not always about LGBTQ, you know, whatever pluses. Uh, inclusivity <laughs> is also about people in other countries that don't have computers or consoles uh, because of the way, how money works. So for some people, that's a month plus uh, income. Uh, the total income for um, multiple months is how much an Xbox or a PlayStation costs. So I think also what they mean by inclusive is some of these games that before weren't really easy to play without an Xbox or a PC now are going to be on the streaming service where you can play them on almost any kind of a device, a lightweight device, and play it in your home. You know, near realistic. Uh, you, it's, it's not going to look super bad, but I think well, that you, that it's going to open up a lot of those things.
0: Yeah, you get a ninety-nine dollar tablet, Android tablet, with the Xbox yeah. streaming app, and 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 you're and yep. you're good to go. This is an interesting point here, Brian. Firebomb, and, and I hadn't thought about this. Firebomb says, but there's still only twenty-four hours a day. There's a point where you have too many games and can't decide on what to play, so you play nothing. And you see that even yes, with Netflix. How many times? I I can't tell you how many times I've sat you know sat here uh, with with my girlfriend, and we've scrolled through Netflix and, or you know through uh, Plex, and it's just there's so much to watch, and you can't decide on anything, <laughs> and you're like, well, you know what? Let me just let let me just switch over to the antenna and we'll just watch something yep. on uh, on broadcast television because there's too many options. He OK, says, and that's
3: I, that's now one, right. thing, one quick side note that's been happening. And that's why they're putting like on Roku's and things a live station, because people when this organized and they have to decide they have a hard time choosing. So they want a yeah. channel that they can sit and it's going to land on something <laughs> yeah. like the Roku talking. channel.
0: Well, and it's this yeah. the equivalent of, of of cable surfing and, and what used to yep. be with that of just clicking the button up until you find something. Um and Firebomb went on to say, "I have so many unplayed games in my Steam because I have too many games. Game Pass yep. having a mega amount of games is not actually a good thing, in my opinion. And I do think that brings forward a, a struggle as well. You can have a, an overload of of too much. Now, I don't. I, I think in the long term that's a good thing, but for a short and what I think has to happen, Brian, is we have to we we'll have to eventually train ourselves and and change how we and we have change how we consume content." And um, yep. and and I think that will kind of come with time, but yes, there can be too many options, and I think you see that. You see that I have absolutely been in that same situation with Netflix, where yeah. you're just, do I watch this? No, no, yes, no, no, can't decide on something, even though there's hundreds of things to yeah, decide hundreds, on. Hundreds, hundreds and hundreds, and thousands it's free. Of movies
3: to pick, can't and they're free. The one they want, yep. yeah,
0: and you can't decide. Now, if it's there very, was a very nine- different. It is very different. Um, so I think that's a, that's a very interesting point. Um, a very interesting point there oh, as well.
3: Another thing I, w- I wanted to bring this up really quick. Um, yeah. Sony, they have been having an issue where they can't get more PS5s. They don't have the parts to be able to build the PS5s that they need to make the number. So they're starting to make PS4s again. So Sony is now <laughs> making PS4s again and selling them because they cannot make PS5s. Well, just and does thing, that which and, leads more to the streaming? It's going to make yeah. Microsoft even stronger. Yeah, because you could if use Sony's trying to come out those streaming service right now. They're trying to put out a competitor to the Game Pass, but dude, look how far behind they are, and look at how few titles that they'll be able to lock down. I just, I, I think it's too late. You know, they're the blockbuster streaming service right now. <laughs> Honestly, I did subscribe to that to the the Netflix equivalent, the blockbuster one where they sent you the discs and everything. That's yeah. who they. Are. I feel like that's who they are right now, and they may end up like Blockbuster if they're not too careful. Because what do they really have? They have a couple games.
0: They have their. They have some studios, IPs.
3: they have some IPs they're holding on to, but they're push starting to push those out on PC. I think they're kind of giving up, and I don't know what they're. Maybe they're going for the streaming, uh, you know, streaming thing. You'll hold on to those, sell what they can because they've been selling crazy amounts on PC because people aren't playing them on on PlayStation
4: anymore. Yeah,
0: PH in the chat says uh, Sony dead. Yeah, I mean I don't see how you yeah. can really cut it any other way. Um, I, you know, Brian. Maybe we'll sit here two years from now. Fortunately, uh, uh, the the best part about doing something in this avenue is that we can always go back and look at the tape, as uh, as yep. they say. And maybe two years. Liars from, or, uh, yeah. Mystics. Well, maybe maybe two years from now we'll sit back here and go, well, this this sucks, and and this was a terrible acquisition. And Microsoft destroyed yep. a lot of uh, you know, a, a lot of great titles that Activision had coming forward. I just I don't think that's going to be the case. And I think overall for an industry that has been struggling for various reasons, um, it, I, I just I think this is going to be a great thing. And PH says, I think the future will be game stream apps on smart TVs. That's what not even saying. smart TVs. I don't
3: think there's going to be hardware. It's going to be like a, a the same device that you stream Netflix with. It's going to be the same device you play video games and you're just connecting with a Bluetooth or some sort of a cable. Well, if you want super fast response and it's it's, how it's going long, to be in the end.
0: Well. Yeah, and the the leader of the uh, it's called uh, over the top O T T. The li- the O T T leader right now is Roku. So how long until yeah. Microsoft pens a deal with Roku to make the Xbox streaming app available on that yeah. device? Because then you can go out and buy a Roku for literally nineteen dollars. It's the Roku stick. Yep. But you can go out and buy that for $19, or if you want, you can get the 4K version, which I have, which was like $80. Bucks.
3: I have the Roku Ultras.
0: Yeah, that's as I do ever. I, the 4K Ultra. Yep. Uh, and you can get that with an Ethernet jack and, and everything for 80 bucks. And now that is your Xbox. No, no, for no need for a hardware is a losing console. game.
3: It is. Microsoft finally realized it because they never made money on their hardware. Hardware's a losing game. Where's the money? It was all the other stuff. And now with technology catching up to where we're at today, we finally have an opportunity where we can, we can see it happen. I mean, you know, we can have it to where you don't need the hardware, but you get a nearly similar experience. Plus you can even get a better experience. This is the thing since they started talking about, you know, really making MMOs to where they're just super, you know, on the cloud and everything. It opens up so much for AI, anti-cheat. I just think Overall, with a lot of the things that we've kind of hit a pinnacle with and we saw happening with the cheating on H1Z1, um, there's another report here. I'll just pull this in really quickly. But there was a report about how console cheaters are actually outnumber PC cheaters. Uh, there's more cheaters in in consoles, which I thought was would be much more difficult. But they're actually cheating on consoles more than they are in PCs right now. So hmm. I think the way that they're going to solve that is go to a streaming service. You're showing them a video, they have no ability to interact with the application. They have no you know, it's gonna solve so many gaming problems in the end that I think once that happens and cheating in the same manner that we've been fighting with for this many years and wondering how these companies because how can you do an online gaming uh company anymore and and deal with the cheaters? Look at how much and 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 just all the issues they've had over the years with not being able to log in and, and just crazy things happening. I, I just think it's where this is going, I think it's going to solve all that. Um, people have been very resistant. You can't do it all at once, but just they're offering it for free. Hey, try it out. Just do it. And eventually they'll not offer for you to, you know, you won't need to do it on anything else. You won't need a device. Just play it as a service. Just like Netflix. What device do you play Netflix on? Whatever yeah. device I want, right? Yeah. Xbox, <laughs> <There> you, <laughs> Xbox
0: 360 uh, to an iPhone. I mean, and, and, and anything yeah. in between. Uh, firebomb says, no, and, and uh, pH
3: does point out, sorry, one thing I'd want to point out now, yeah, that doesn't mean there can be visual. You can sit there and have an application that's scanning, you know, and, and doing visual recognition, but it's not interacting with the application itself for aimbots and things like that. You can have a mouse is, you know, moving your mouse to where visually it thinks it should go, but it's not going to be nearly as accurate. It's not using yeah. real world data. It's using AI to kind of figure out faster than what you can.
0: That's and it's not as cheating. readily available. I mean, there will always be people that find a way to cheat or, or compromise the yeah. system. You'll never get rid of it. It's just going to
3: change the, the format because we, we've hit a point where they've got to do something. Because with all with the aim bots and with the ability to see through walls and all the things that just are so easy now, every game has some sort of a cheat that's doing that. Uh, well, yeah, you know the why there's a cheat it, to
0: do it? Because you can buy a subscription to some big cheat provider, yeah, and for twenty dollars a month, you get cheats in all of these top AAA games that are constantly updated. They're doing a subscription model for cheats.
3: And, and they're I, making I think a fortune the, on it. I think it's going to be to where they're going to be able to detect that though. They'll be able to use AI. The AI is sitting there cheating, right? But they'll be able to use AI to see how a mouse movements and things are moving. You know, they can try to make it look random, but there's only so much that they can do. They'll still be able to detect it. But as, uh, who, who's saying, you know, pH was saying, at least they won't be flying around the map. Those cheats will be done. The ones were duping cheats. Um, you know, aimbots where they're shooting through walls, seeing through walls, all that stuff will be done. It'll just be down to they're cheating to get faster reactions than you. Mm -hmm. That I can deal with much better than someone who's actually flying, killing you instantly from the other side of the map. Let's get rid of that kind of cheating, and I think it's going to take streaming, game streaming, to make that happen.
0: Uh, Firebomb says, um, I asked you, Brian, do I think that the app purchase is a good idea? And I guess I didn't give a concise enough answer. The answer is yes. I do think overall... Microsoft and Xbox purchasing Activision Blizzard is going to be a good thing for the gaming industry, and as somebody that is already a subscriber to the Game Pass on PC, um, I'm very encouraged. I'm very encouraged by that, and I think the future of gaming Microsoft has got the best grip out of any of the companies um, to do that. And PH says Nick uses Bing. Silly question. Yeah, I do use Bing (laughs) because I got my Microsoft
3: family. Yeah, I, become hey, I, a, I used to hate I, Bing. I used to hate Edge. Uh, Internet Explorer, I don't pay. But, you know, I don't pay. I'll the, tell you what. Been making good decisions lately.
0: You want to know a cheat? You know, I'm going to talk about cheating in video games. Your wall hacks and your rainbot. You want to know a real life cheat? Use Bing as your search engine. Sign up for a Microsoft Rewards account, and then you don't have to pay for Game Pass because you can redeem your search credits for free Game Pass. I haven't paid a penny for Game Pass. I just redeem. I think it's a three month subscription. I, I, I renew whenever it expires and I don't pay for it. So, you want to know real tip of the week? We'll bring it back. That's the tip of the week. Your real life cheat. You know, download the. There you go. Real, 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 real life hack. Download, down, use Bing and get free yeah. stuff from Microsoft. We, I think overall it will be a good thing. We just, yep. oh, I don't know where this industry is heading. I'm not sure that Phil Spencer or even Bobby nope. Kotnick know where this industry is heading. But I am confident when the dust settles, which it eventually will, it always does, I think Microsoft is going to be the king. And from what I've yep. seen with them, with the original Xbox, the Xbox 360, Which you know, let me just say this, and I know we're running long, um, the Xbox 360 made online gaming a thing. Yes, the yes. PlayStation 2 had a little plug-in device, an expansion that you could connect games to. The Sega Dreamcast had a dial-up modem that you could get. Um you know, there yes, there were there was online gaming before the Xbox. But the Xbox 360 and what they did with that, with the party yep. system, with the Friends yep. list, with the with the the community, with the chat, with all of those things, they brought that industry forward. And now anything that you are anything that you're dealing with right now that deals with you can look at Discord, you can look at the Steam, you can look at how Steam yep. handles their grouping and chat and things of that nature. All of that goes back to what Microsoft did with the Xbox 360. They revolutionized and brought multiplayer Ooh. gaming mainstream, which is something that, that reminds me and then me. you saw look at look at in the early days of the Xbox 360 versus the mm-hmm. PlayStation 3. And Microsoft was kicking in Sony's teeth when it came to online play. Sony, there wasn't even a chat system on the PlayStation for the longest time. There was game chat. There was no party system. There was none of that. So again, just going off of all I can do is go off of past things, right? I don't know. I don't know the future. And looking at the things that Xbox and Microsoft did with the Xbox original, the Xbox 360, and then moving forward now with Game Pass and things of that nature, the Xbox One, I'm confident that if there's going to be a leader in this industry, that Microsoft is capable of doing it. So to answer the question, yeah. yes, I do think overall this is a good thing.
3: Yeah, and I, I think in the end we will see uh, that benefits came out of this. A lot of drama was probably left behind because that's hopefully been part of the issue is all the drama following these companies. We've been saying it, make video games. Quit worrying about people's sexuality. People worry about all these other things, politics that are just insane. Um, Get back to doing your job. I know that that's hard to hear, but make video games and make them fun and quit worrying. I think part of the I think part of the downside and my age I don't know because I'm in my forties, right? For me, Aldridge, yeah. I I look at the old kind of Activision Blizzard and how video games used to be a little bit more edgy. Uh, where you know they would have uh, Duke Nukem you know, and, and they would have females scantily clad and all this. And I just look at how it's changed to where it used to be more of kind of a fantasy. Games were realized to be things you could do online or play that weren't how you were in real life, right? I think they've gotten away with that, from that. And now people have politicized it so much to where you, they can't really do anything risque in games anymore. And I don't know, I just, I think it's kind of going down a dangerous path. That's the one downside I see of everything kind of coming under this umbrella. The same thing we reached with Netflix. Netflix has a very similar problem of, you know, there's some shows they won't let on Netflix and you'll never see them because they don't let them on Netflix, right? Or Mm -hmm. certain shows are put on Netflix and a certain type of content and framing and messaging is put into those because there's one company pushing the narrative, right? That's kind of the downside of having one giant company doing all this. My positive thought that, you know, above Netflix, which is very political, Microsoft seems to be very unpolitical lately. I, you just, I, I think that that is kind of the benefit. They're the least political company that I've heard of for a while. Uh, it hasn't always been that way, but lately it seems like they've just been like, let's do business, focus on business, all the office 365 business, business, business. Now this is their game part, but do you see a lot of drama? about, you know, around, ever around the game pass, their notices, you know, this game's being added, this game's being removed. They've made it a service and they've taken the politics from what I can tell because I'm not seeing a stream of themes of games like you do on Netflix where all of a sudden you have all these shows that are along, along certain topics that they're pushing. I haven't seen that. And as long as they think they keep doing that and kind of keeping that distance, I think we'll be good. But they need to keep that distance of, let's keep it to business because I think over the, 20, 30 years that I've been watching the game industry, they went from a carefree, it's supposed to be an escape from reality to an extension. Now it's an extension of reality, but they want to make it their reality. And I think that that's where we're really getting kind of a mix up. And I, how they handle that is, I think, going to determine whether or not they're successful in the very end. Because if they bend and start making it worse and they kind of get away from fun and it becomes more of a political way to uh, sway the, the, way that people think, which is what a lot of uh, information has become, then I think it it won't be a good thing. But as long as they can maintain not doing that, I think it'll be a positive thing over the long Agreed.
0: Um. Well, let's uh, let's go ahead and uh, put a bow on it here, Brian. Uh, yep. I, uh, we're a little over time here. Uh, any other thoughts on anything before we get out of here this morning? this afternoon nope. so this um, evening sorry i'm, I'm, I'm sorry, <laughs> sorry yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I
3: I just i really i think that this is going to be a really interesting thing to watch because these are some major especially with the activision part of this or, or sorry the blizzard part of this i think that that's good to see how the mentality changes and the messaging let's just watch pc magazine let's watch kataku I don't know how they're going to respond to this yet because, you know, they're they've been just pushing on Blizzard bad, Blizzard bad, Blizzard bad. But they love Microsoft right now because of all the stuff Microsoft's doing for gaming. Uh, I, I'm not sure where they're going to take this, but it'll be interesting to see if if it makes them all of a sudden leave Blizzard alone and if that's what it you know, what happened. I think that was kind of the goal of the thing overall in the end, is to make this whole thing just kind of settle down and go away so they can start making video games again. And I don't know that we'll see if that happens. I'm hoping it happens.
0: I uh, agree with that as well. All righty, Brian. Well, I don't believe we've ever done an hour-long show on one singular topic, but, uh, well, I guess seven years later, they're still first for everything. So with that, I will uh, ask you to uh, tell folks where they can find you online.
3: Yeah, at Brian Aldridge and Gab, Parlor and uh, Getter. Right? Is that Getter? Getter? Getter. Um, or you can go to my blog, biteoftech.com. Uh, of course, go to our website infectionpodcast.com and go to the upper right hand side, join our server on Discord. It's a great place to hang out. We've got ARC servers, I think like 10 of them or something now. Um, a lot workout channel, politics, all kinds of whatever you want to discuss. We've got some channels for those things. Uh, also, if you want to if you want to support us, or actually if you, sorry if you want to watch us, you can do that through Twitch, YouTube Bitshoot, and DLive, and we have links for those on the upper right of the website. In the lower right hand side, we have our audio only forms. Uh, and you can just pick whatever platform device that you would like to use, uh, to listen to the show. And of course those are not live. So if you're trying to get us live, you have to do a video form of the podcast. Uh, but if you are listening after the fact, we've got our audio and lots of ways to do it. If you are listening, just go to the particular episode you're going to be listening to. We've got links for every topic, especially today. Uh, a lot of links for the things that we've been discussing and we'll have each of those on there and you can follow along as you listen or you watch. If you want to support us, just go to the support tab up top or infectionpodcastcom forward slash support where there's prime gaming subs hubble bundle amazon prime uh subscribe star just lots of ways that you can support and hopefully we'll be having uh something where we can hang out again here soon what's the world
0: yes sir well brian thank you much uh thank you very much as always uh, greatly appreciated and uh we will get back to our unless some big thing happens in the next uh, couple of days we'll get back to our uh regularly scheduled programming next week when we'll go over all of the uh because there was a lot of other news this week it's just this story, kind cover, of, yeah. Uh, yeah, this story this morning uh, kind of broke it all together. So thank you very much. And I, again, I do want to thank our folks who support us, including our friend Falcon, who hit us up with the 33-month resubscription here on Twitch. Thank you, Falcon. It is greatly appreciated. Well, uh, my name is uh, Nick Craig. You can check out my daily political antics by heading on over to nickcraig.com and check out the Wilmington's Morning News Podcast. It's unbelievable that somebody pays me to spew my nonsense for three hours a day but they do and uh, you can download that podcast each and every morning bright and early excuse me dark and early at uh, 6 to 9 a.m live is uh, when that show takes place of course if you missed any portion of this show you want to check out some videos or links to some of the stories we talked about you can head on over to our website it's infectionpodcast.com thank you so much for joining us everybody have a great week we'll see you next time